Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey, this is episode number 88 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy. Coming at you straight out of the closet with a tale about a man who didn't want to pay for his food. So he got creative. And no, he didn't sprinkle his pubes all over his meal. We've been there and done that on episode 76, Pube Pluckers. Love that. And that incident took place in England, and so does this one. Which leads me to the question, what is going on over there, mates? If you're going to eat out, you got to be willing to spend that money, honey. This episode is being released just five days before Christmas, so Merry Christmas everyone, but it is not Christmas themed at all, whatsoever. Actually, the crime takes place on Valentine's Day, and that's how I roll, trying my best to always keep you guessing. If you do feel like getting into the spirit of the holidays, listen to some Christmas tunes or go to your local mall, and it is sure to wallop you right in the face. Or better yet, give your boy a five-star review. That would really warm my little heart on Christmas morning to unwrap one of those. Anyway, let's get a couple jokes in, compliments of upjoke.com, then move on with the show. Okay, so three rats are having a drink at the bar, bragging about how tough they are. The first rat says, Guys, last night I ate a whole pack of rat poison. Woke up this morning, didn't even have a hangover. Oh, that's nothing, says the second rat. I ate the cheese out of a rat trap today. The bar came down over my back, And I just hoisted it off and came here to meet you guys for a beer. The third rat finishes his pint and gets up to leave. They ask him, Where are you going, bro? He replies, I'm off to bang a cat. Ooh, that is tough. Probably some good pussy, too. (laughs) Let's do one more wholesome joke here. 
Why do rats suck at taking pictures? Because whenever they're asked to say cheese, they scatter around to find it. Shoutouts to Pamela H. and Ron S. for their generous PayPal donations. Appreciate you guys gassing up the minivan this holiday season. Alright everybody, hop in and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. Don't worry my friends, I promise to get you back home with a full belly. Lunch is on me. Episode number 88, I smell a rat. I don't have much experience with rats, but I do with their little bros, mice. I lived in a very old apartment once, over 100 years old actually, and we had mice everywhere in that place. It probably didn't help that we left fast food containers and garbage and crumbs on the floor, not to mention we lived above a restaurant. Shout out to the pita pit. One night I remember turning on the light to lay down in my bed in a drunken haze, And I saw the blankets move. Did I leave a chick in my room and forget about her, I thought? Nah, I'm not that much of a player. So I lifted up the blankie and a damn mice scurried out of the bed. So fast it made my head spin. Could have been the drinks that played a factor in the head spinach, but it was happening. Anyway, I threw the sheets and blanket off the bed and just laid down on the filthy mattress and passed out. Kind of gross, but at least I took the sheets off. No doubt there was shit and piss everywhere. Because that's kind of what mice do. Non-stop. They're disgusting little rodents who can carry diseases, make you sick, and are probably the last animal you want touching your food. Okay, we are headed to Sunderland for this one, mates, which is a city located in northeast England. We find ourselves at 162 Hilton Road, which is home to the Borneo Bistro a buffet restaurant-style thingy owned and operated by Kevin Smith and his wife, Remy. No, not that Kevin Smith, the mediocre director who brought us hits such as Clerks, Dogma, and plenty of others. Nah, this is a different dude. And his restaurant? Well, to call it a Chinese buffet, as I've seen it described, would be a disservice. It's a mix of everything. You know what? Let's get the description from TakeawayEats.com. They say, Borneo Bistro. Kevin Smith, born and bred in Sunderland, and his wife Remy, who arrived here from Borneo in 2002, created Borneo Bistro back in October of 2007. Filipino chef Jing has 35 plus years experience as an international chef and has been cooking up international cuisine from scratch using the finest, freshest ingredients since Borneo Bistro began. For more than 14 years, they've been serving delicious food from 10 nationalities. African, Caribbean, Chinese, Filipino, Hong Kong, Japanese, Malaysian, Singapore, Taiwanese, and Thai. You can choose from 30 dishes every day. But their best-selling dishes are crispy chicken filet, Malaysian beef rendang, and Filipino pork asado. 
but they're also famous for their Filipino pork adobo and Caribbean jerk chicken. They're not just a takeaway. You can visit them and dine in or take advantage of their all-you-can-eat buffet. A full English or Filipino breakfast is also served from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Wow, that's fantastic. Sounds great. But don't take TakeawayEats.com's word for it. Listen to the customers. Borneo Bistro gets a 4.8 star average from 392 Google reviews. We'll read a couple and move on with it. Ian raves, I've been going here for over 10 years. There's nothing like it anywhere. The variety of curries and exotic dishes make it hard to decide what to eat. It's all top draw. Portions actually spill out the cartons. The tastes are tantalizing and sometimes eye-watering. Occasionally makes your nose run. LOL. Can't fault it. The owner Kev and his wife Remy absolutely appreciate every one of their customers. I can't praise Borneo Bistro and all their staff enough. It's a real gem. Sounds absolutely brilliant, mates. Don't it? We have another five-star review from a dude who calls himself Time Well Spent. And he says, You can't beat this place. The food is top quality. The beef is cooked to perfection. The chicken the same. The noodles and rice are quality. The sauces are tasty. But the absolute best thing is the size of portion. I don't think this next part of the review is meant to sound sexual, but it had my mind entering some dirty places. He goes on to say, The box is absolutely stuffed full, bursting at the edges. You get more meat than you can handle. It's absolutely amazing. This keeps my workplace coming back over and over again. And just to top it off, the staff are lovely. 10 out of 10. Right on. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go to the gym? Go for a run? Read a book? Take a nap? I'd probably take a nap. Yeah, definitely take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? And therapy can help you find what matters most to you, so you can do more of it. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sounds good, don't it? Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Here's what you got to do. Visit BetterHelp.com slash excuse me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash excuse me. I gotta tell you about Factor, everybody. Factor is awesome. And they make eating better easy with their delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Do you like to save time? Of course you do. With Factor, every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and ready to go in just two minutes. There's no prep and no mess. The meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no cooking or cleanup necessary. Which is great if you're a person like me, who is always on the go. Eating fast food is fun, but let's face it, it's usually greasy and has become quite expensive. We've done the math, the numbers are in, and Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious, so you can feel good about your choices. So what are you waiting for, Illegalites? Head to factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal 50 and use code excuse me that's illegal 50 to get 50% off. 
That's code excuse me that's illegal fifty at factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal fifty to get fifty percent off. And with that being said, let's travel back to February fourteenth. It's Valentine's Day, as I mentioned previously. And this is back in 2015. A 28-year-old man by the name of Christopher Baker enters the Borneo Bistro, which looks great, by the way. I love the lettering on the sign. The place is also a vibrant, bright green, very welcoming. And Christopher, from the one picture I've seen, is actually a handsome, well-put-together man. Of course, that pic I saw was taken when he was leaving the courthouse at a later date. Spoiler alert. And yeah, he was dressed to impress on that day. On this particular day, however, I bet Mr. Baker, that's what we'll call him going forward, well, I bet he was looking a little worse for wear. It's around 3 p.m., he's already indulged in a few drinks, actually more than a few, and he's stumbling into the bistro to eat a late lunch, alone. And did I mention this was Valentine's Day? So, disheveled looking, unkempt hair, untucked shirt, he sits in the back corner of the restaurant and gets the very reasonably priced lunch buffet for one, with a bottle of water to sober up. The lunch buffet at the time cost £7.25. That's like $8.82 American, or an even 50 bucks in uh, Canada, if I'm doing the math correctly. Just kidding, our dollar's not that bad. Anyway, our boy dines on the delectable menu. Beef rendang, oodles of Malaysian noodles chicken balls, maybe even chicken dicks. All the stuff they got going on over there. Mr. Baker enjoys the hell out of that meal. It goes on without incident, as is always the case in these situations. That is until the bill arrives and it's time to pony up. And that's when things get interesting. Mr. Baker reaches into his pocket, presumably to grab his wallet. Then, well, let's get the prosecutor in this case, Lee Poppet, to describe the rest of the scene. He waited until a family moved from the table next to him and retrieved what appeared to be a rat from his pocket and dropped it on the floor. He then jumped out of his seat and screamed, It's a rat! It's a rat! He then claimed that whilst he'd been eating, the rat had bitten his finger. He asked for his money back. It was a black and white rat. Very calm. It did not appear to be wild at all. End quote. Good grief. This piece of shit. I mean, it's one thing to pull the old dine and dash and skip out on a bill, but to pull a stunt like this, it could be so devastating to a small family business like Borneo Bistro. Think about what a turnoff that would be if a rat was spotted in the middle of a restaurant while you were trying to get your eat on. It's disgusting. And then the restaurant will obviously have to pay for an exterminator, likely shut down for the rest of the day, etc. Also, this dude could save seven bucks. It's very selfish. So you can imagine the scene, people screaming, standing on chairs and running towards the door while the staff tries to catch the little rat who didn't even really move. He seemed quite domesticated and they were able to pick him up with barely a fight. And Kevin Smith put the little dude in a shoebox with some holes in it. They later called Acorn Pest Control, shout out, and had one of their experts weigh in on the situation. He said that this little guy was very tame for a street rat and it looked like he recently had his fur trimmed. Hmm. I don't know of many rats who are out there getting their bushes trimmed, getting Brazilians out there. So this is very suspicious. Of course, after these findings, owner Kevin Smith smelled a rat. A mall rat. <laughs> like the movie. Get it? He poured over the CCTV footage and was pissed off, but not shocked by what he found. He saw Mr. Baker pull out some money. 
then second-guessed his decision. Then he fumbled around in his other pocket before pulling out a rat and discreetly placing it on the floor, shortly before hemming and hawing and causing a huge scene. And of course, he refused to pay at that point. I mean, what could they do to fight that? So they gave him the meal for free. And you know, he may have gotten away with it, but he got carried away with all the details. Having a rat crawling around your feet is bad enough, but he had to throw in the fact that it bit his finger. Yeah, sure, pal. All that tasty food in this joint and the rat head straight for your finger. Unreal. Thankfully, they knew who Mr. Baker was, and after sorting all the evidence out, Kevin Smith and crew got the police involved and Baker was arrested at a later date. He was charged with fraud by false representation. With the CCTV footage and everything, Baker knew he was screwed and showed some remorse in court. Baker's lawyer, Willie Johnstone, confessed, quote, We do deal with some unusual cases from time to time. Christopher, on that day, had been drinking heavily, and unfortunately, he decided to buy a rat for his daughter by way of a present. Unfortunately, he then decided to go for a meal. He sat down and ate his meal. When he had finished the meal, he took the rat out. He is very remorseful for his behavior. End quote. Yikes. Believable? Sort of. But I don't know. It doesn't really add up. So he bought his daughter a pet rat? Gross. But maybe she's into rodents. I mean, her dad is a weasel, so it's possible. He bought the rat, then went out and had a few drinks with the rat in his pocket, no doubt pissing and shitting. Then he goes and has a relaxing meal at the buffet. Rat still in pocket? That's nasty. If I purchased a rat, you best believe I'd have it in a plastic case with a handle and I'd be hightailing it home. ASAP. Not just casually going out and running errands crazy. He should have said he bought the rat for his girlfriend. Then he would have came across as a romantic. Maybe tugged at the judge's heartstrings a little. Okay, it's not really a believable story, but are the other options any better? He bought the rat at a pet shop? What do those run for? Like three dollars maybe? And this was with the intention of letting it loose and getting a free meal? A meal that only cost seven dollars and he got a water. So if he meant to do that, wouldn't he have racked up a bigger bill if that were the case? At the very least, grabbed himself a soda instead of water. And he had to leave the rat there afterwards, so he still ended up paying three bucks for the rat. So all that nonsense just to save four bucks. Jeez Louise. Or maybe he found a rat in a sewer. Threw it in his pocket, then went to the restaurant and had a casual 30-minute meal with the dirty street rat trying to scurry away from him the entire time. Again, pissing and shitting in his pocket. All to save seven bucks. None of it makes sense. This dude's crazy. Our man Baker pleaded guilty to the fraud charge, and the judge, Derek Moss, well, even though the situation's rather amusing, he took it quite seriously, and here's what he told the guilty party. Judge Moss, quote, This is a very serious matter, as what you have done here could in a split second have ruined this man's business, which he has worked for years to build up a reputation for. End quote. Indeed, reputation is everything in business, especially when dealing with food. You don't want to be known as some dirty hole in the wall. Baker was given a 12-month community order as well as a one-year ban from the bistro. He had to pay back the 7 pounds, 25 pence for the meal and was also told to pay a $60 victim surcharge. Got off pretty easy in my books. A one-year ban from the restaurant? Isn't that up to Kevin Smith? I'd ban the guy from my establishment for life. And he likely did. Because Kevin Smith has no love for Mr. Baker. Which I get it, I get it. But he took this very personally, and it's a good thing he wasn't doling out the punishment. 
because Mr. Baker would be screwed. Kev said, quote, He is just the scum of the earth. He could have destroyed the reputation I've built up for seven years. I was devastated. I thought, that's it. My business is gone. I didn't sleep that night. People like him deserve the death penalty. As far as I'm concerned, he shouldn't be in our society. He is no use to anybody, and he's caused nothing but grief. I find it unbelievable that someone could be willing to go to those lengths for a free meal. End quote. Damn, boy. I can't say I blame him for his anger, because he put his heart and soul into this place. And that's how easily someone can soil your reputation. It's not fair, really. Well, let's check out what they're saying in the Daily Mail comment section. No doubt this story has them fired up. Eh, it's mostly just a bunch of rat talk. Dark Day from Swansea says, I've always said it's the two-legged rat that you have to be afraid of. Mm Mm-hmm, truer words have never been spoken. And Chris from London adds, I hope the rat was all right. And if not, why was he not additionally charged with animal cruelty and banned from keeping animals? I hope if nothing else, his photo was spread around local pet shops so they know not to sell to him in the future. Yeah, I don't know what they ended up doing with the rat. Probably let it loose uh, back into the streets. Or just killed it. The animal cruelty thing is a little extreme. I don't know. Rats don't get much respect. And like I said, our guy Mr. Baker, well, he got off pretty easy. When I did some digging into Borneo Bistro, I went to check out their hours of operation and was saddened to see that the place is temporarily closed. Kevin Smith posted this message in the Borneo Bistro Facebook group on May 4th of this year, so a little over seven months ago. He says, Good morning, Borneo lovers. Sorry, everyone, but we are going to have to close for the rest of the week. A car crashed into the front of Borneo's in the early hours of the morning and has done damage to the front of the building. Don't worry, though, everyone, as insurance has been called and everything is in motion to get us back up and running ASAP. Sorry for any convenience caused, everyone. Regards, Kevin, Remy, and the Borneo team. I wonder if it was Baker who smashed through the building in a fit of rage. This announcement from Kevin, as you can imagine, was met with several concerned patrons who had further questions. The latest response I saw from Kevin was when Lois asked 19 weeks ago if they've closed down for good. And he said, No, just waiting for the barriers to be put up before rebuilding. Apparently the store is in a dangerous spot for car accidents. The more recent questions have been met with silence. Any update, Kev? Been a long time now. Starting to worry you won't reopen. Any update slash timescale on opening again? Are you still closed? Stuff like that. Despite all the concern, there's one guy named Liam who doesn't give a shit whether they reopen or not. And we'll end it on this quote, because it's rude and I like it. He says, Stay closed, mate. I wouldn't feed that food to my dog. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 88. I smell a rat. The nerve of some people, huh? It just boggles the mind. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Da, 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 da. This one comes in from a listener named Chad. He says, Hey, buddy, I'm not going to tell you where it happened or when because I don't know the statute of limitations. I'll be known as Chad, please. Yeah, that's my real first name. And it sucks. 
laugh my ass off. <laughs> okay, here goes. I moved out on my own at 16 years old. Long story. I was homeless for like six months in an up north winter. Long dad abusive story. Whatever. I still tried to make it to school, but yeah. My best friend at the time was 15. I ended up moving into his apartment. His mom would stay with her boyfriend most of the month and maybe pop in two times per month and throw him some cash and food stamps. It wasn't enough, but instead of, you know, working, we turned to a life of crime. So on top of a bunch of other stories, my buddy and I broke into our high school. We had studied the alarm system and figured out how to bypass it to a T. That night it was snowing hard, maybe two inches per hour. We walked through the snow, footprints, super obvious, and went in through an open window of the boiler room. We bypassed the alarms, got to the school store, and nabbed about $1,200, and made our way back out the way we came in. Once out, we rounded the corner of the building to see a police cruiser, occupied by an officer. It was 1 a.m. on a Friday night. He got out and asked where we were headed. We told him we were headed home from a late movie, and he was cool as hell, and sent us on our way. Had he just followed our footprints in the snow, and this would have been a totally different story. The second we were in the clear, we hauled ass. Good times. Although as a dad and business owner, I still feel guilty as hell to this day. Right on, Chad. I wouldn't feel too bad about it. You guys were just kids in a bad situation and did what you had to do to get by? We live and learn and evolve and try to make things better for the next generation, which it sounds like you're doing that. And I have no doubt you're a thousand times better to your kids than your old man ever was to you. And 1200 bucks, what a score. You guys must have had a blast with that kind of cash. On a side note, Chad's not the worst name, I guess. <laughs> Although I've only ever known one guy named Chad, and he was a huge dork. I worked with him when I was 16 as a dishwasher. He had big Coke bottle glasses, slicked back hair, and a retainer in his mouth. He goes to shake my hand while introducing himself, and he says, Hey, my name's Chad, but my friends call me Chad. We didn't get along. Anyway, thanks for sharing your story, Chad. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com is the email. Send me your true crime confessions. I love hearing them. Uh, we gotta talk about Patreon. For the price of a Big Mac a month, you can get some bonus content, and you'd really be helping a brother out to keep the lights on in the closet. And once again, I want to thank Ron S. and Pamela H. for gassing up the minivan this week, especially during the holiday season when things are kind of tight. They did that through a PayPal donation. Very thoughtful. Thanks, guys. You can find my Patreon, PayPal, all that good stuff in the show notes under the heading Support the Show. There's links to all that shit if you're looking for it. Before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you for a true crime podcast called Just the Tip Stirs. It's hosted by my new pal, the hilarious and lovable Melissa Morgan. She covers a lot of solved and unsolved homicide cases and even some mysteries that she finds fascinating. She's always respectful to the victims, but there's just something about her. She makes me laugh, doesn't take herself too seriously. And I don't know, I feel like if I were ever to cover more serious, legitimate crime, we'd have similar styles. She's great. So give her show a shot if you're looking for something to get into. Uh, Melissa will tell you all about her kick-ass podcast in a moment. As for myself, I'll be back here in another 10 days to serve you up a hearty helping of rat-free softcore scumbaggery. Peace. Take it away, Melissa. 
Hello, tipsters. This is Melissa Morgan, the host of Just the Tipsters, America's favorite true crime podcast, because people are awful and kill each other. Hi, tipsters. This is Melissa Morgan, host of Just the Tipsters, America's favorite true crime podcast. Have you ever wanted to kill someone? Hey, yo, tipsters. This is Melissa Morgan, host of America's favorite true crime podcast, Just the Tipsters. And what makes Just the Tipsters America's favorite true crime podcast? It's because I said so. That's why. That's okay, right? I can say that. I mean, guard! Just the Tipsters with Melissa Morgan is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Stitcher, the Radio.com app, and wherever pods are cast. Subscribe, rate, review. You'll be glad you did. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.